0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Real Estate with Rob, giving you real advice on real estate related topics for both buyers and sellers. Hello, listeners, and thanks for tuning in to our monthly podcast, Real Estate with Rob. I'm your host, Rob Gill, and in this episode, We will be talking about the new CMHC rules that are to be implemented this coming July 1st, 2020 that could affect your affordability by 13%. And to help us explain the details, we are having one of our trusted mortgage advisors Mortgage broker, Anna Sherbatic from Dominion Lending. So let's go ahead and connect with her. Hi Rob. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. Uh...
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. It's a honor to be a part of this webinar.
0: Okay, perfect. So, Anna, the reason we wanted to have you uh, on this podcast episode today is because we wanted to learn more about uh, the new rules that will be taking place that CMHC has put in place that is coming up very soon, actually, uh, on July 1st. So you being a trusted advisor... Uh, that we've been working alongside with probably, I think, for the last five years now.
1: Yeah, it's probably has been that much.
0: Yeah, so it's been about five years that we've been working uh, with you, and uh, we know that uh, you are really uh, well-versed uh, in everything uh, the financial world. And uh, you take really good care of our clients. So we just wanted to bring you on. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us. So to get started here, first question would be what changes were announced by CMHC this last week?
1: So this last week, there has been announcement of four major mortgage rule changes that will take effect on July 1st of this year and will definitely make it more difficult for buyers to qualify for high ratio mortgages. And when I say high ratio mortgages, um, this would apply to any buyer who essentially has less than 20% down payment. And before we get into all those changes, I just wanted to... um, Tell you a little bit more about CMHC and why it's important to listen to, to what they say. So when we talk about high ratio mortgages in Canada, the mortgages with less than 20 percent down payment, essentially doesn't matter which bank the buyer will go to. If it's RBC, CABC, Scotia Bank, or Monoline lenders, they all end up going for the final approval to the three insurers mortgage default insurers which is CMHC which represent represents more than 50% of the market share there is Genworth and Canada guarantee which represents the rest um about 49% together mm-hmm. and CMHC is a crown corporation so those it's a government essentially right so The changes they announce are important. And since it's coming from the Crown Corporation, it just eventually could also affect other insurers as well and become a rule.
0: Got it. So just to reiterate what you just mentioned, uh, there are three main insurers in Canada, CMHC being the Crown insurer that has majority of uh, market share. And so for that reason, this is big news for anyone who is planning to buy a home with less than 20% down. So is it fair to say, Anna, that this these changes will only affect those that are putting less than 20% down?
1: As of today, yes. But normally what we see that the other uh, conventional mortgages, they follow somehow in the policies usually in a mortgage market, everything is more or less balanced. So even if CMHC didn't make changes and they cannot make changes to conventional mortgages, it does not mean that the lenders would not implement those policies on conventional mortgages. It's in the end of the day, depends on the lender, what um, guideline to use, as long as it's not in contrary with CMHC guidelines or other insurer guidelines.
0: Okay, I understand. So, Anna, how do you think these changes will affect buyers?
1: Yes. So, first of all, let's um, talk about those changes. So, four changes were made. The first one is that new rules would require at least one borrower to have minimum minimum credit score of 680. The other borrowers could have as low of credit score as 600, which is a current requirement for everyone, right? So that's not such a bad change. I don't see it as a bad change. We normally recommend people to have and target um, their credit score to be in, in around 680 because it just gives them a little bit more options to choose from. The second change is the fact that borrowed down payment will no longer be allowed to be used as a down payment for insured purchases. Okay. Um, and the, but um, saying that, um, gifted down payment and saved savings, they are still allowed to be down payment source. And the last, the biggest change is that starting on July first, a new decreased debt ratios will be applied when buyers are qualifying for high ratio mortgages. And there are two main debt ratios that we use, they call GDS and TDS. So GDS is a gross debt ratio and it's probably the most important out of all. This ratio includes all the expenses associated with a purchasing purchasing property. So it includes mortgage payment, condo fees, property tax, and heat. So all of those numbers now under those new rules have to be within 35% of borrower's income. What in the past was required to be under 39%. And that's using stress test, of course. And the second one is that TDS, which is total debt ratio, so all the debts that the applicant has plus the expenses associated with the property, those, this ratio has to be within 42% of the applicant's income. So this GDS... And, and, wh- and, what, was, with,
0: and what was that prior, mm-hmm.
1: Anna? Um, GDS and TDS. So first one was GDS, gross debt ratio,
0: yeah so 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 the gds the gds is now 34 percent. it was originally 39
1: 35. it's 35 now oh 35. 35 okay
0: and and tds is now 30 42, 40, 42. what was it before
1: 44 okay so got it. tds didn't take such a big drop in requirements okay, okay. it most it mostly affected GDS, which is the most important, most important, because there is nothing that the applicant can do to change those numbers, right? With TDS, if you have a large credit card that you could always pay it off, right? And bring your ratios in line and plus TDS only took two points drop, right? Yes. So it's not, it's not large. drastic. Yeah, that that's right. So the only way really to change GDS, which is gross debt ratio, is to add more down payment.
0: Oh, okay, okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes. So that that is uh, a big change for sure. And also mentioning uh, the down payment, we have a lot of clients, especially first time buyers, that are using their down payment. Uh, that has been gifted to them by, let's say, family members. Is that still allowed with the new That is still
1: allowed. Yes, it's uh, totally fine still. So as long as they keep a uh, paper trail of all the funds being transferred, it's still fine.
0: Okay, sorry, you cut out there, Anik. Can and if, you just repeat that?
1: Yeah. Gifted down payment is still fine. The only piece of advice I would give to your clients is to have a paper trail of all the deposits that they got as a gift.
0: Okay, okay, that's good advice.
1: And now I just wanted to explain a little bit how this TDS and GDS um, ratios, those changes that apply to them now affect people. So essentially that drop and reduction in GDS ratio affects and power of the buyers by 13%. That is an effect that it takes on the borrowers. So let's say if there was a family who was pre-approved before July 1st for a purchase of $500,000 home. Now they, after July 1st, they could only purchase something up to 440. What in GTA could make significant wow. difference. Right? People might not even be able to buy anything at all.
0: That's huge. That that's mm-hmm. a huge reduction,
1: yeah, especially and especially in a, that
0: price price range.
1: Absolutely yes, and majority of our families invest, and uh, from my experience, I've noticed majority of majority of families come with an average income of maybe hundred thousand, maybe hundred and ten. Then, it's essentially affecting most of the families in. West End, because if their purchasing power drops from five hundred to four forty, it essentially goes from being able to buy Samsung to not being able to buy at all.
0: Especially in the GTA. Yeah. Okay. So, so my my next question is, um, what if a purchaser? has been pre-approved at this point but has not purchased a home yet um then are they is like i'm just trying to get an idea of when somebody can get grandfathered in uh before the changes take place what does the purchaser have to do to prevent this from affecting them if they are planning to put less than 20 percent down
1: It's a very good question. As of right now, we haven't heard anything from our lenders regarding that because this news on Thursday came as a huge surprise for everyone. And even the other two insurers had struggled with giving official response because it was just a surprise for everyone. There Mm -hmm. was no um, heads up. Got it. So as we go Perhaps there will be policies saying that if you get pre-approval, you might be able to be grandfathered. But as of right now, what we have is it would affect only the deals, the actual deals. Let's say somebody purchased a property before July 1st and applied for a mortgage. Even if approval is not given, but the deal is in the pipeline with the lender before 12 in the morning of July 1st, then those deals will be grandfathered.
0: Yes. Just given that, I mean, CMHC did make this am- announcement just last week, uh, beginning of June, uh, and it's literally only a couple of weeks away from the time that these uh, rules take place. So there wasn't a lot of time there, um, unfortunately. Um, having said that, um, Anna, you're, re- you're always really good uh, helping our clients and giving them uh, recommendations and advice, regardless of their financial situation. What recommendations would you give to any buyers who are in the market now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. First of all, I just wanted to say about two other insurers that um, today we have heard uh, an official response from Genverse, that's the second largest Insurer, okay. And as a sort of fresh air to us, they confirmed that they have no plans as of today, changing their policies to match it to CMHC. And there hasn't been a response from Canada guarantee. But saying that that they have no plans, and that's their official response as of today, it does not necessarily mean that they would not change it. Things in mortgage industry happen pretty fast and all the policies changed without usually any heads up. So they very well could come up a week before July 1st or even on July 1st or a week after and say that they will apply that policy as well. And another thing that I just um, wanted uh, your buyers to take it very seriously because... So, so Anna, before you
0: continue, just pause right there. I just want to clarify so the fact that this is only just one insurer, though it is the, the market leader uh, in terms of insurers, the crown insurer who has majority of the market share that has put this in place, there's still hope because there's still two other insurers that can insure uh, a deal and these rules will not apply, correct?
1: There is a small hope, I would say, usually mortgage um, business mortgage market is all balanced, right? Everyone follows to the same rules, more or less. So as a end game, I think they will all accept it. Okay. And another thing is to keep in mind, insurers, they usually have this wide guidelines, wide policies that allow a lot of things. When it comes to the lender, the bank or monoline lender, credit union, the lenders choose their own policies based on the insurer's policies. So we have wide insurer policies, and then the lenders make it more narrow, more strict, stricter, and they essentially implement tougher rules than insurer. So even if GenWars or Canada Guarantee decided to proceed with their current rules, It does not mean that the lenders would not change their policy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to match the MHC policy now, right? And if the lenders do change, then it doesn't really help anyone that GenWarsal Connect, the guarantee kind of didn't.
0: Got it. Got it. So with your experience, you're pretty confident that the other two insurers will follow suit. You know what?
1: With my experience, I'm truly hope that they won't, yes. because I would like to see this <laughs> breathing room for my clients, yeah, yeah. because it has been difficult already. And this is just putting even more pressure and less people will be able to buy homes. And especially with um, inflation that we have promised in the next few years, it's really um, not such a great thing. Um, but um, one thing I would encourage everyone, despite the official statement from January was to take all these changes very seriously. If And if somebody is in the position to purchase today, right? And let's say if they are confident in their job, there are plenty of jobs that are, they're showed being resistant and strong during COVID times. And even if we have, let's say, second wave, they still know that they will probably have jobs nonetheless. So people like this, who's in this uh, category that will get affected, I think my best recommendation for them would be to purchase home before July 1st or as soon as possible, because I think in the end of the day, those changes are coming, early or later.
0: Okay. Okay. So especially, you know, uh, uh, amidst this whole COVID-19 pandemic that we're facing, yes, unfortunately, there are a lot of Canadians that are not working, or there are a lot of Canadians that are laid off. But those who are in a position where they are still employed, luckily, uh, and if they are in the market, then of course, your advice to them is to take this very seriously and probably pull the trigger sooner then later, uh, just because this could affect their affordability by, like you said, 13%.
1: That's just correct. Okay. Okay. Very, very
0: uh, critical information, Anna. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on such short notice. We just wanted to make sure we got this information out um, to our listeners as soon as possible. Again, given that July 1st is just around the corner, uh, we hope to keep our listeners uh, informed as this unfolds, the new rules, and uh, continue to give you updates uh, with uh, our guest speakers, such as Anna Sherbatik from uh, Dominion Lending. Uh, and Anna, thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, was there any final thoughts or anything you wanted to uh, State uh, before we uh, we finish this episode.
1: Not really. Just um, I would just advise people to be cautious about their credit uh, score and history. It's always a great thing to maintain a good credit score. It pays off in Canada, and uh, just essentially, if they are able to come up with as much down payment as they can, it's always a good thing to put. Maybe not all 100% of your savings in, but good amount of it.
0: Yes. And in all fairness, I mean, I think it's also important to add that uh, there's, a, there's a good uh, um, possibility uh, or even it's fact that I think the reason uh, CMHC is, is probably impl- implementing this is because they don't want continu- Canadians to continue to be over leveraged with debt. Would you say so?
1: That is correct and another reason why they implemented, I think um, Canadian mortgage market sort of woke up during this COVID times when a large number of people um, asked for deferral and they started thinking what is going to happen when six months is up? What if, what is going to happen if there is another wave of COVID-19, right? Coming uh-huh. Uh-huh. in, uh, let's say in the fall, hopefully not. But then what? Now, if somebody purchased a home with 5% down payment and they took six months deferral, well, now they are already at 100% financing. And what's next?
0: It's a very good point.
1: So those are concerns from the, I guess, insurers. And that's why they're trying to adjust the policy. The only thing, it sort of affects new people, not so much those old ones who actually defer in it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. The repercussions are definitely there with everything that's been going on. And just adding to what you said, yes, the advice always to our buyers is, uh, protect your credit. We like to call it, uh, your lifeline, especially, uh, uh, being, uh, in Canada, uh, everything, uh, that you need a loan for, whether it's a car loan, whether it's a mortgage loan, um, everything is based on your credit. So you definitely want to protect that now more than ever. And of course, try to put as much as you can uh, for a down payment uh, that you can uh, comfortably do so. Uh, We all always highly recommend that again as well. So Anna Sherbatic from Dominion Lending, once again, thank you so much. Uh, We will include all of your contact information in the outro. uh, So For those listeners who want to contact Anna directly, stay tuned. We will be giving you her contact information. Uh, Thanks again, Anna. And uh, we look forward to having you on the uh, podcast soon.
1: Thank you for having me, Rob. It's always a pleasure.
0: Thank you. I just received a report that identifies the six most common and costly mistakes home buyers make before buying a home. You've probably heard that mortgage regulations have changed significantly over the last couple of years. Subtle changes in the ways buyers approach mortgage financing can save or cost buyers literally thousands of dollars and years of expense. Whether you or someone you know are about to buy your first home or planning to make a move to your next home, it is critical that you inform yourself about the factors involved before buying. So if you or someone you know are considering making a move, give me a call at 905-334-5883 or visit 6thingsbeforeyoubuy.info, that's the number 6thingsbeforeyoubuy.info And we'll be more than happy to pass along this free report to you entitled Six Things You Must Know Before You Buy. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to our monthly podcast, Real Estate with Rob. We hope you found the information in today's episode with Anna Sherbatik, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending, helpful. Um, as you know, the rules are to come into play once again this coming July 1st, 2020. So if you have any questions for Anna, you can reach Anna Sherbatic from Dominion Lending at 647 700 76 one six. That's 647-700-7616. Six seven, or you can email her at info at broker That's all spelled out info at We are here to help for those of you who are planning to make a move in the next three to six months. Give us a call. We look forward to helping you through the process. Whether you're buying or selling, we are here to offer our services and all of our systems to you to make your move easier. For those of you who are planning to sell, remember, we're the team that guarantees the sale of your home. Otherwise, we'll buy it. For more details, please visit Rob's Guaranteed Offer. Com. Thank you again for tuning in. Hope you all are well and safe during this time of COVID-19. And uh, we look forward to servicing you, keeping you educated, keeping you well informed uh, for many years to come. And uh, until next time, take care.